When some people are tossing their high strangeness salads, they go for Skinwalker Blue Cheese, Skinwalker Balsamic Vinegar, or even Skinwalker Caesar. But Steve and Joey, they know that only one secret sauce will satiate their paranormal cravings. They're hungry. They're Skinwalker Ranch. Today they're chowing down on an Italian melon prosciutto salad with cantaloupe, prosciutto, parmesan, curved grill heads, wet pits, and an absent Travis Taylor, all with a side of Season 3, Episode 7 of The Secret Skinwalker Ranch, Full Metal Mesa Brotherhood. <laughs> Powerfully <laughs> pale. Whoa, whoa, whoa there. <laughs> uh, full Metal Alchemist, of right. course. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is the one everyone recalls. I was doing... Uh, the Cowboys of Moon Mesa, even though oh, yes, that's not at all what they would do. <laughs> Pale power. <laughs> uh, that sounds offensive, sir. It's, uh, full metal. I guess that's a full metal jacket uh, reference for the writers at uh, the Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. So, See, um, it's it's. Uh, since we've recorded, I canceled. Uh, for stress and personal reasons two weeks ago, and then I was on vacation last week and didn't feel like posting a story because I was on vacation. So. <laughs> well, I didn't yet yeah, think there was a, uh, a peak. So uh, yeah, unfortunately like, our fans are not many on Instagram. So I think, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and I was like, cause it crossed my mind too at one point and I was like, ah, maybe later. And then I was like, it was passed. And I was like, well, I don't think. You know, yeah, and I was like, I wasn't post from there. Everyone can just skip a week; it's no big deal. I'm yeah, no, I, I, I literally don't have, think anyone said anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the patrons have exclusivity. Usually, people are are nice, and they're like, "Oh, hey, are you okay? Like, are you are you guys doing okay? You know, like we just like skip an episode, but that's pretty rare. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's Monday. We are recording remotely, so not on Twitch, but I think we can. We probably can fuck with that soon, right? Because Twitch. Yeah, because there's that thing I sent you. Yeah, where it's like we can both be on um, the dumb app and then like plug into each other. Right. <laughs> Just like this episode. Yeah. Uh, plug it into that Mesa. So uh, yeah, in in obviously in person's best, but if yes. in these moments of remoteness, I feel like yeah, we have a better shot of act because that email is like no more having to download and redo all these extra third-party plugins blah 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 because right. it's um what we stream lab so yeah it was like a stream yes. labs finally can host two yes. people on one account yes so as long as they have a a webcam then i suppose but yeah See. it's fun hopefully it's easy and and uh yeah i was gonna say point and shoot i was gonna say uh plug and play <laughs> but uh <laughs> uh yeah so it's it's been a minute it's been a minute everyone's been here i don't i have never said that seriously ever yeah <laughs> it's been a minute because i'm like it's i hate it i don't know ever i think it's because the first time i heard it it was a guy that replaced some people on ign's podcast beyond after they left to form their own company and i didn't like that guy and whenever they would always have rotating guests that also worked at ign and if there was one that wasn't on in the last week, it's like, hey, it's been a minute since we talked about it. And I just wanted to fucking blow my brains out. So uh, very, very David-esque from, from our work <laughs> previously. So It's a cool guy thing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> fucking cool guy <laughs> thing. Uh, so, yeah, but it is, a, it is a classic Monday record. We are, again, as I said a few episodes ago, we're really stretching the, fi- the final as of yet season of uh, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch out. But... Uh, I also heard a little industry rumor 
that there are going to, just like how um, Curse of Oak Island now has the spinoff Beyond Oak Island, where they go to other treasure trove. Well, because I think they literally proved they were wrong in that right. show. From what, I mean, it was like 10, ep- 10 seasons or something stupid. Of just like, how much are you going to spend on this fucking little island? Right. How long does it take to dig a hole? And I know they dug multiple holes, but a it's like hole. one spot. And yeah, it's like, come on, guys. But come on, guys. Just come on, guys. But uh, uh, there's supposedly going to be a Beyond Skinwalker where because this show has been so successful that the crew wants to, uh, and I, I don't know if it's, I don't know any details. It was just like an industry rumor thing, but um, the crew, each episode would be a different city that has paranormal uh, happenings in it. So that are like hot spots of paranormal, like Sedona would be one or whatever. Right. So uh, anyway, that'll be interesting whenever they fully announce that. But um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, so much, so much horny talk in this episode of the show. It was, all, <laughs> it was all about depth and the, the slurry, the wet coming out, the, the pit that the wet should be coming out. But it's not, oh, I see the wet now. I, it's like, it's just like <laughs> constant, constant uh, sexual talk. Uh, and unfortunately, as I said in the little salad thing, salad segment, uh, Travis Taylor is in maybe 5% of the episode and it shows. Yeah, I, I'm like, where did I zone out? Because then he was just like on remote, like, right. Camera time. Like, wait, what What did I miss? And then at the very end, he was like, kind of there. I started talking to my TV screen about KPIs because I thought I was yeah. in a meeting with him. Exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Am I on mute? Do you guys hear me? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was on mute. <laughs> uh, fart, poop, diarrhea. I'm going to make sure and say that. Yeah. Check, poop, check, poop. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what is it? Oh, yeah, pop and smoke, pop and smoke. Because when they yeah. they kept showing clips of the last <laughs> the smoke bombs, but uh, I actually watched the recap because I did full on forget what had happened <laughs> in the last episode. Right. Well, yeah, this episode again because it's been a been a minute. Um, yeah, I was like, okay, wait, is this the episode I'm supposed to be watching? It's like, oh, okay, yeah, because they did the flashback of because um, yes. mine always starts the next episode, and usually I'll watch the recap just so I don't have to watch it when I go to watch again. Right, right. right. Uh, but now it's been some time that I'm like, oh, I could have benefited from that. Yeah, and because uh, I was like, there's more smoke bombs again. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like they only do a handful of things on this show, and it's it's rockets, it's uh, drilling. Or drilling slash digging, uh, or some sort of smoke bomb, right? And then they're right. testing things, and that's pretty much it. Or a spooky uh, tale here and there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Jewish rituals and things like that. But um, yeah, probably. I mean, I'm going to say at the top of the show, maybe my I don't know, maybe the worst episode of <laughs> the Secret of Skinwalker Ranch ever. It was like, like without Travis to kind of drive things. Is at first I was like not getting fully into it yet, but uh, we wouldn't want to talk about the subject of the show before the, I don't know, 35, 40 minute mark, but before the hour uh, and 28, <laughs> uh, uh, I was like, why is, why is dragon fucking leading the charge here? Why are they giving so much time to fucking Eric? So early in the episode, you know, why is dragon setting up tech and cameras? You know, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And then <laughs> 20 minutes in, they're like, we got to tell Travis about this. And we're, I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Cause they were having talking head Travis moments throughout the beginning, but he just never showed up. So, I wonder what I wonder what was so such a big fucking deal that he couldn't uh, get his ass as Dragon said later. Right. 
hey, get your ass out of Alabama with whatever stupid shit you're doing. Get the fuck back here, okay? Right. Horny. I mean, I miss you. I mean, we need your help. Uh, Thank you. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he never... It was just him well, <laughs> uh, in, in his office. Apparently grading papers or some shit, which I wonder yeah, if that's what it was. Glasses, yeah. Because then there's a couple scenes where Dragon looked like the sleepy, lazy, like, well, I guess it's like this. Like the, <laughs> the barrack meat, even. Uh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> my stepdad versus my ex-brother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> which ultimate is in, as well. Yeah. <laughs> I the ultimate in, yeah, closed-eyed talking. <laughs> Hey, it's Bowie and Bowie and the yeah. Beef. <laughs> Hello, I'm uh, <laughs> Joey. You were Bowie. a little hard on the beef last night, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we are gonna we're gonna promote the thing that makes us a little bit of money right now, and that thing is Patreon.com/slash Probing Ancient Aliens, where you get two exclusive podcasts every month for only five bucks a month or more. We gotta catch up with October here. Uh, pretty soon because we haven't done anything yet right no i was gonna say if uh, you're around tomorrow we can figure yeah, out the time do something or a ghoster but uh, i can't believe it is uh october 17th i'll see <laughs> but uh uh yeah head over to patreon you get to adventurous ghosts our ghost adventures podcasts uh just one i said it as podcasts but uh, there's just one every month and we're up to season five on that little show and uh, which one of our listeners says that's their favorite show out of all of our content that we create. There we go. Uh, the other podcast is Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper into all sorts of subjects. Uh, many times, uh, Ernest P. Worrell movies, um, which I think last year this time we did was that. I think that was the first the Ernest Scared Stupid episode. Yeah, because I think it was October. Scared Stupid, and then we did the the Saves Christmas, I believe. Mm -hmm. For December, yeah, I think you're right. And then I sent you, I like when I sent you that screenshot of all of the Ernest movies. I had no idea that like eight of those existed. I was like, yeah, yeah, because there's like the Ernest goes to Africa. I, I think those were like direct to TV or VHS right. yeah, yeah, type things. Because <laughs> that's the again the one where you like someone did a. I think it was Vic Berger did the um like slow mo and repeat where he like fingers a gator's nose and it's like all slimy, like <laughs> pulling it out. And again, I don't know. If, I'm assuming that's from Coast Africa, but right, I could right. be wrong. Uh, there was one, and then there's one of them that like doesn't even keep up with the earnest naming convention. It's it was called like a mild hug or like some weird thing, and it's like <laughs> right. him with two other. I'm like, is this like a romantic comedy that Ernest yeah. guest stars in? Or Raw dogging Vern, an earnest <laughs> story. <laughs> uh, but I guess we'll find out. Maybe we'll do uh, another Ernest this month. I don't know, but. Um, uh, well, I don't know if I can do it in person to tomorrow or whatnot, but uh, oh, that's watch right. along. We watch yeah. it together. That's right. So uh, we will pick. We'll figure something it out. else. But um, uh, yeah, head over to blackholesupplycompany.com, All spelled out for probing ancient aliens merch, disc golf, disc disc golf apparel. Uh, I think uh, what the latest shit you got on the on the website you got the new Discmania Mindbenders or did they sell out already? Mindbenders actually did sell out. Oh, uh, Discmania F and me and the A because these mm. Nicholas Antilla can't close a fucking tournament. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I still <laughs> yes. got a bunch of those. Yeah, That's as a, a Nordic Fema, phenom, right? Yes, yeah, see, see the the uh, Colt Montgomery X special, right? <laughs> uh, for all you disc golfers out there, because he had the Lone Howl. Well, that's and now right. He plays I didn't even like make that connection. <laughs> Yeah, now he plays like shit, PD. so now he is not on the S-Line mm. PD. He is on a Arctic Fang, which is some other shitty putter. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, but like anyways, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, we got uh, got some fun stuff coming up. We got the uh, the Raptor Eye Judges uh, kaleidoscopes hitting the site on a uh, Thursday, and uh, a few other things. Yeah, but uh, yeah, some of those Dismania things are big stinkers, and some are really good. Anything Simon Lazat crushes. Everything else is like. Uh, like it, it Dismania doesn't have the steam it once did. Not that they make bad discs, right. but everyone's complaining because they're overproducing. I'm a producer. Because um, <laughs> the Iron Samurai Ford, they're like, that one just came out earlier this year and you're yes, releasing the exactly. four was, and the yeah, three. You, you sent that to the thread and I was like, wait, I was like, this is cool, but I feel like I got the other one in 2022. Yeah, every, everyone's complaining. They're like, uh, why don't you make. Um, like bring the, back the, the night time. strikes right, again exactly. or yeah. you know something and yeah they're just like oh well we produce the discs our pros need and blah 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 and it's just you know it's all it's all signature product and obviously disc golf has more money in it now than it ever has but still not a ton so this is a way they can pay some of those contracts well um, like they're two stars like like simon had a huge comeback this year because right. he had a lot of guys just unload on his back, but it was very hot. But uh, no, he had four four big wins this season, and he hadn't won a major in like four or since 2019 or 18 or something. And then Eager, Ego McMahon, he fucking like dropped out of the whole last like third or quarter of the season because uh, he wanted a nurse's injury. Yeah, he, he, he got injured early on, came back, won a major, and then dropped out the rest of the season, basically. Right. Which so, is fine. Yeah. yeah, more power to him. But it just shows that people are only they people only want an athlete's shit if they're present and winning for the most part you know so well it helps and i think people like simon more than they do eagle because yeah. even last year when eagles playing the tactics or the razor claws i i still have those oh and the wow. iron samurais when they came out i still have those like oh um he just doesn't know. move shit like uh simon yes uh <laughs> As we just talked about, he's coming back. See, Simon. <laughs> Simon is up. But uh, um, yeah, that's a Black Hole Supply Company to support the show as well as our Patreon. Uh, we have a little segment called Reaching for the Stars where we ask you little prolapstronauts out there to uh, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcatcher of choice. Uh, and then uh, you can review us in the comments of that rating and we'll read it on the air and give you a shout out. Uh, I don't think I have any since Eddie Bowers, which was the last one we read from the end of September. Uh, yeah, let me triple check. I feel like I saw something, but I could be totally wrong. Um, while I look for this, sorry, news. Yeah, September twenty-six. Always yes. great to hear. Uh, okay, thanks yeah. to though Pac-Man Champion. Uh, who will also ask how you doing, Steve? How you doing, Joy? But not yet. But uh, yeah, he in ter- instead of a review, he re-upped for ten dollars a month on Patreon. Oh, there we go. That's how you do it. Daddy so, will take it. I couldn't tell because I know we announced that he was back like a few months ago. So I don't know if he dropped for a month and then came back, or if he upped from t- five to ten or whatever. Who was but the guy way. that had problems with certain people in the Boston area that used to be a super fan, and then? had problems oh. and had to not be around people <laughs> for six months to a year yeah. legally uh bobby yeah yes bob, bob, yes, bob. yeah <laughs> i mean we used to talk about talk to him just as much as bob right back right in the day, he was like yeah one of the proto super fans or prolapse or not and yes. off away he goes but yes. bobandy still in the mix hasn't quite been registered yet with the law in a bad way so Let's keep it that way. With Megan's law. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I hope I hope Bobby's doing okay, but I haven't talked to him in years at this point. <laughs> yeah. well, I just remember, yeah, he always would send the most insane things. And again, this is total stranger. We don't know you. No offense. Yes. Uh, and then he did pictures. disappear for those things. <laughs> yes. I remember he mentioned that he lost his vision in one eye. Right. Uh, but that was not related to the show in any way. At least exactly. We actually healed him through that. Yes, exactly. Process, um, he said. But, uh, yeah, there was another gent who was, uh, I think he might still listen, but give us a shout out. But, uh, uh, fuck, I haven't talked to him in a couple of years either, but he had a similar story where he had like a really bad accident and, uh, listened to us in the hospital and the healing power of our voice and talking about, uh, semen on pro disc golfers backs, uh, helped him to get out of it. So, uh, and shout out, of course, to Sir Dubbingsley, uh, AKA pothole disco on Instagram, who has, so generously and talentedly uh, supplied the theme song for Hungry Forskinwalker Ranch, but um, he's uh, becoming our kind of unofficial archivist because he's going back through literally all the episodes, I believe, uh, and uh, documenting. Yes, to sample our voices for his music, for his electronic yeah. music, which is very cool and very funny. So he'll yeah. send us little bits of that. Um, uh, and of course, it's news to us because we forget every joke that we say every time we finish recording. So uh, he's like, Oh, he said, what was it in the thread the other day? He's like, um, he's like, he's like, here's a great t-shirt idea. And it was like, uh, it was like Dracula. What about Drac Mia or something like that? <laughs> right. Right. Something. Let me see if I can find it here. That is Facebook messenger. Um, ah, here we go. Uh, it was <laughs> he said thank you guys need to make a um a t-shirt that says houdini me oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which apparently one of us said yeah um, i mean that does sound familiar but i cannot remember who said and or why <laughs> i mean you think about it like people people i mean some people understand i think that the super fans do but it's like uh when you're just, when we're just, you know, we're not, we don't have a scripted show really. I mean, I have notes and everything for the episode, but, uh, we're probably coming up on the fly with, I don't know, I would say dozens of like little bits. I mean, even if just, it's just a little riff or something. It's like dozens of little comedic thoughts, uh, an episode. And then you times that by, and this will lead right into the news, but you times that by a couple hundred episodes and it's like, you're talking thousands of little dumb jokes or different comedic thoughts or improvements right. or something, you know? So it's pretty crazy when you think about it, but, uh, yeah, we, uh, um, uh, the news is not about the sky. It's not about space. It's not about a James Webb's telescoping phallus. Uh, but it's about us because I, I, I remember I was like earlier, she was like, Oh, I got to announce it when this happens. But, uh, our podcast feed since its inception, and I'm talking slowly so I can click through the analytics <laughs> here. Since its inception in late 2017, has had one million oh, there we go thousand six hundred and thirteen as of this moment Boom. Uh, plays on the feed, pings to the feed. So people pressing play, listening, downloading, whatever. Uh, podcast analytics are very weird, but uh, uh, but you know, plays, streams, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's pretty narbone. So we've had no. we've had growth every year. Last year, for some reason, was our least amount of growth. Uh, well, that was point twenty twenty one. Well, I'm just thinking of like that, like twenty 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 one. Like yeah, people dipping and then getting back in. 
Right. Exactly. Yeah. We had a lot of people like, yeah, oh, I'm back or I'm, you know, releasing old episodes or whatever. But this year, uh, lots of new listeners, lots of people with that same kind of message reached out. But uh, we're already beaten last year and it's only October. We're already beaten last year by 18%, which is, uh, I think we only beat in 2021. I think we only beat 2020 by like 3% or two. It's like a very small, it was like almost flat, a little bit of, of improvement. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've, uh, we're already, well, I feel like the Patreon stayed at a, a consistent amount where it used yeah. to be like fives and tens. It's like what? 20 ish. Yeah. And we're, yeah, we're always at like a few hundred bucks ish, you know, of monthly <laughs> income. So yeah, I think it's like the mid twenties right now or high twenties. So, um, but, uh, yeah, pretty crazy for a couple of goofs from the elite West coast In- industry spoofs. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, so. Uh, and and hey, let's let's just go down little peek behind the curtain here. Let's go down the top ten cities that have listened to our show. Number one, <laughs> like if what if I seriously I fucking hate when people go, hey, take a guess out of all eight thousand in the country. Yeah. <laughs> no, number you, one, hey is, you, hey you, <laughs> <laughs> look uh, at me, look at me. What is it? Tell me. Is it? Uh, Spokane, Washington, mm. uh, number one. Followed- Which again, I can't tell if some of these are where like router like hubs are. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, and, like it's like pinging out of that for some reason. But interesting but- that it's like oh, the Pacific Northwest ish area. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, but it, these are all the top three are very close. So it's Spokane, L.A., and Chicago. Uh, and then hey, we're the top rated Chicago podcast <laughs> bullshit thing. Uh. I was going to say, God, I forgot his fucking name. The guy that Howard hated uh, that was from Chicago was like. Oh, man cow. Man cow. I was going to say pig man. <laughs> pig man in the morning. Yeah. But uh, and then, yeah, Denver is number four. Phoenix, number five. Staten Island. Oh, uh, there we go. Six. Dallas, number seven. Calgary, Canada. We love our Canadian listeners. They Not I a state. Like, yeah, I feel like. Uh, well, whatever. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, Cities. <laughs> not a real country. Nah. Uh, I feel like our Canadian listeners have been uh, probably the most talkative, like per capita. Like they like talk to us well, a lot. Super nice. Cause that's uh, Pacific arc welding on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, we'd hope. Yeah. Pacific arc. Which welding. he's blown up in our lifetime. He oh, started yeah. at like nothing on YouTube and he's got like a hundred thousand or yeah. something or. <laughs> yep. He does the form. He's, he does. He has the formula of creative output. That's different every time a learned skill and it's artistic. And, it, and he kind of does the how it's made kind of fine yeah. to it too, you know. So. Right. Um, but uh, and then, uh, yeah, so I said Staten Island and then uh, Dallas, Calgary, Houston and Toronto. That's the top 10. And then Portland follows right behind it. So we get into the top whatever. Uh, surprisingly, I think uh, the top 15 uh, with around 6,000 total plays is London, England, which is pretty interesting. But we've uh, yeah, we've hit Cali. Canada, London, uh, Australia, because Brisbane's up here. Melbourne's up here. Sydney's up here. Uh, uh, Perth. Uh, and then as you get down to like, uh, oh, let's do countries here. It's right here. Sweden, big country. So let's do the top countries. Okay. Uh, USA by far. Top, top uh, places. Like 800,000 of those places. I need Canada, top. Canada's uh, second. United Kingdom. Third. Australia. Fourth. Sweden. Fifth. New Zealand. So we got the Hobbits. And Sauron fucking listening to this. Uh, Netherlands, number six. Germany, number seven. Ireland, number eight. Uh, Espana, number nine. And the Philippines. Uh, uh, Lumpia. Adobo. Crispy Pata. Uh, the Fermented. Lulu, Lulu, Lulu. 
yes, the the balot. Balot, yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, skip to my Lulu, my darling. See, see, see. Classic Filipino folktale, and then again, not going to read them all, but it's like India, South Africa, Mexico, Taiwan, uh, Norway. I feel like tons and tons of places. So. Um, and then a handful at the bottom here that only have like a handful of listens, I would call the mi- guy on the military base that listened twice <laughs> kind of thing. Right. Super obscure countries, uh, wow. and then, like, you know, a few hundred or like a few dozen, uh, listens. But, um, uh, anyway, thanks of course for, uh, all of our, all of our supporters, all of our listeners for spreading the word, uh, and, uh, making, making our following way more than, uh, we ever thought, and we just, just are friends from work. <laughs> uh, and then, hey, speak of the devil, which is not speak of the devil because I didn't mention it, but uh, just this week, the top city is Yuma, Arizona, just like where um, Nick Papa Giorgio is from. There he is, software from Yuma. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it's a big, big digital town, I tell yeah. you. Oh yeah, uh, I mean it's mostly desert. There's no trees getting away to all the five G signals. You know, so. But that's why people got cancer up there is the 5G. So. Right. And that's how the government tapped into their assholes and brains at the same time. Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, I think Pac-Man Champion is the most recent re-upper uh, of the $10 tier on Patreon.com slash Probing Aliens is going to ask, how you doing, Steve? How you doing, Joey? Doing okay. Uh, it's been so long. I don't think I'll go too deep into everything. Not that anything's crazy bad, but uh, doing okay. Yeah. So let's see. Kicked off the beginning of the month uh, with a little action at the Universal Studios Hollywood Horror oh, Nights, right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was actually really fun. We do the front of the line pass, so that makes everything doable. As I think some of the waits were 130 plus minutes. Oh which God. is over two hours. Um, and we got in like right when it started. And by doing front of the line and waiting, you know, having a little snack here and there, we were done by midnight. So it mm. closes at two. So again, if we didn't have that, there's no way in hell you're doing everything in one night. Nice. Uh, but yeah, like that was proud, right? I remember seeing your Instagram stories. Yeah, I feel like they've probably they're probably trying to catch up since all of the COVID and everything closing. Um, well, because they've already like, must- mustered it. A while ago. Exactly, exactly. You gotta, yeah, re- restart it. <laughs> uh, you know, must hard. I must hard it. That's when you just love Reese's peanut butter cups too much. You're restarted. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a restart. Or, or, or wither spooned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so restarted. I withered my spoon. <laughs> um, so yeah, there was a, a few mazes that were good. Um, the weekend, oddly enough, had a maze. Oh, so yeah. the musician, which was actually really good, um, like had a good theme to it, where he's like his mind splits into like six different things. So you kind of do almost. You're obviously walking through a maze, but it's the scenes kind of loop to where it's like, okay, this part of his brain's freaking out because he just licked mm. a toad and like mentally uh, tripping, or it's like on you know, the mind plastic surgery or plastic this or this, you know. Goofy things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was cool. I know you haven't seen Nope yet, which is crazy. I still think you need <laughs> to see it. Um, uh, but yeah, the backlock tour was like a clown thing, and then you actually got to walk through the nope, like I think the actual set. Oh god. Um, through part of that. So that was fun. Um 
I'll give a quick shout. I don't know if he actually listened or not, but uh, one of the people in our group turned out to be a, randomly just a fan of Ancient Aliens and all that. Um, oh, that's right. So my brother was hanging out with him Ancient and, Aliens on History Channel and then Nickelodeon's all that, the now defunct children. Exactly. SNL kind of clone yeah. show. And how there's a mashup between and it was a you know, it was yeah. all a conspiracy for <laughs> yeah. uh, disclosure. Aliens, and, all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Sucalos. Kel. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he loves orange soda. How is that even possible? <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, he they have a very real podcast. So it's called the Purple Stuff. Oh yes, I forgot. Um, to about this. Yeah, yeah. So I think their Patreon has like nine hundred people or something. Um, oh, so yeah, that it, it that's a real show. But uh, no, I've been giving that a listen as well. So I highly recommend okay. that to anyone in the like. Uh, West Coast nerd, as you like to call him, or Suncoast geek, uh, would love that show because it's basically uh, similar to us, but they just kind of go over eighties, nineties, nostalgia, like vintage stuff or things that are happening there, throwbacks and stuff. So, um, yeah. So he was a a nice person, and that was a good show. Subscribe to it. There you go. Um, So he said he's going to work his way through the catalog. I said, nope, don't worry about it. You don't have to listen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah so talk about toys junk food the holidays movies and retro geek stuff sometimes a weird robot joins in there you go um but yeah so he was part of that so that was fun uh running into a fellow ancient alien fan as uh we went through killer clowns from outer space had a maze as well oh. so afterwards uh i asked the question you know were the killer clowns by coincidence actual aliens and this was their theme of how they live or was this a, a tap into our mental mental conscious, and this is how they manifested themselves in a wacky mm-hmm. way, based on our fear of aliens, aka it, you know. Right. But this, because uh, again, who who wraps bodies in a you know cotton candy and right. such? Uh, but he <laughs> went with that. They're just, it's wild. Yeah, I know. Well, I know how much candy I can eat of cotton my candy. Said I could have half a bucket of this cotton. Candy. <laughs> she said I couldn't get my cotton picking fingers in there. Jesus, you're not allowed to say that anymore. <laughs> and it's um, a, she just sees, she shows a prescription. She calls a prescription, but it just is a note that she wrote that says "me yeah. likey," <laughs> as much as needy. <laughs> um, but yeah, he went with that. They're just alien clowns. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, which I, you know, I agree. Uh, it's, it's, it's an interpretation. It's fine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, the next weekend, what the heck? Oh, I think that's, yeah. I went to like PTR's wedding. Oh, um, got it. Got it. Oh yeah. And Andrew was in town. So another one of my friends who passed away a while ago, his brother oh, was in that. town. Andrew was in town. I wasn't saying Andrew. That. Sorry. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so we had a Memorial thing Saturday. Oh yeah. And then we went oh, to, okay. uh, Hollywood, my wife and I, and went to yeah, like a haunted ish type dinner restaurant that's always mm. there though. It's like a um escape room, but it's like very themed, but like spooky themed. So that's like all year round. And, oh, and then we good. went to uh it was okay. It's not like I, again, if you're doing the the escape room itself and need to eat dinner there, that it's a good meal, but it's not like, oh my god, they had the best something you should just go back for. But then we went to first and food second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went just for food because then we went to this random show where, again, my wife found tickets, but it was like Joel McHale and Ken. Oh, Ming or God, your story that. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, yeah, because I did the West Coast Elitism because it was yeah. it was at the same theater they do the Academy Awards. Oh, the yeah. Oscars. Uh, what is it? The uh, Nokia? The Nokia theater, I believe. Yeah. 
So yeah, we went and saw that. It was kind of weird. It was kind of like him, the two of them, because what's his name? Ken. John. The guy from Ken Jong. So from Community and, and Joey's favorite, um, The Hangover. The hangover. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the first half of it was like them kind of, quote unquote, bantering almost like a podcast, telling stories, which was like okay. funny-ish. But then More they had like singers come out because he's in the mass singer. So like, um, who's that guy that sung the song about rape, but everybody liked it. Cake, the cake guy. No. Um, God damn it. Now I'm forgetting his name. Rape, but everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it had the, like the model girl in it dancing around. Oh, uh, Robin thick. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he came out and did a couple songs and like bantered with them. And then the girl uh, from like pussycat dolls came out and sung and she had a really good voice and, and, did a couple songs again, bantered with them, and then it was kind of over. Like, uh, it's a weird, it was like vibe. entertaining, but it was just a weird, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess to be fair, at least you probably like didn't know when it was going to end, and then when it was over, you were probably like, oh, okay, like, like, at oh, least I can the format. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like, at least the format, like, that's not a format that I would, I could quant- quantify, could predict at least, yeah, yeah so. Uh, so yeah, and then went up to the cabin this weekend, did a little bit of cleaning and prepping, oh, right, right. which yeah, uh, this last year has been so busy. I don't think I've really made it up there. Uh, Branding dong has, but I've not. Um, so you yeah, we're winterizing up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trimming back all the, the stuff and yeah, making sure the rats are taken care of. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I got that tougher than Tom mice deterrent. Um, oh, as they yeah. don't have the mosquito stuff yes. anymore. I'm assuming because they're like, well, it's not mosquito season in like 90% of the country. So yes, they're not going to bring um, up at all. It's yeah, getting like cold yeah. elsewhere. But where uh, mice are settling in right now. So they're pushing that. So I, I bought some to give it a whirl. So. We'll nice. see if that actually happens. You went to uh, Whale Rock Disc Golf Course on the vineyard there. Did oh, you yes. longing a look in the background at the backyard that we had for your bachelor party? Oh, yeah. We drove by it. We cried a little bit. I've wiped my balls on that bench out there. Yeah. And Brandon <laughs> spilled a very rare, yeah. expensive stout. <laughs> well, yeah, even leaving or we were there somewhere. Brandon's like, oh, maybe I'll, uh, I'll spill a bunch of beer all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, did you go to, um, did just that one or did you go to a Tuscadero and no, cause we, yeah, we, I would like, you know, was working from home. So was on the road working and then, uh, oh, yeah, we got up there probably like three ish played whale rock and then now it's getting dark early. So got it. Yeah. Just went grocery shopping and headed back in. Got it. But wait, did you stay there the weekend? Yeah. We went up Friday, came home Sunday. Got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you didn't you didn't like play on the way home or any other time. No, no, no. Because it was like, oh, let's just get up and, and go kind of deal. Pack yeah, it yeah. up. So, yeah, I was definitely tired when I got back. Yes. Uh, uh, that's the bulk of it, I think. The bulk. How are you, Joe? Um, good. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a, it was a, I don't know, just a long, stressful family week uh, two weeks ago when uh, I canceled the show. And then... This past week, we had had a planned vacation that we went on. We planned it and we did it. So uh, we went to uh, a very special place for high strangeness. We went to the Salish Lodge just outside of Seattle, Washington, which is the site and the the surrounding little towns is where uh, most of, well, pretty much all except for like the interior of like the Black Lodge and some other places. But all of the locations um for the show twin peaks were shot uh and the salish lodge has been a hotel that's right on um the left 
bank of uh, uh, Snoqualmie Falls in the city of Snoqualmie Falls, but because uh, it's the Snoqualmie River that runs right next to it. The power plant is uh, also taking advantage of the waterfall, which is next to the lodge as well. But the lodge has been there since 1916. Uh, and uh, we wanted something, you know, fun and interesting, but also, and shout out to my wife for even coming up with the idea. Cause we had, you know, we had seen, you know, uh, we'd gone to the site and like seen stuff for it, you know, on, on social and stuff for a while. Um, but then we were like trying to plan a trip just to get away. Cause it's been, uh, kind of a long as, as our, as our regular listeners know, a long, uh, year and a half or so for us, but we wanted a, a vacation that was focused on relaxing and uh and not chill vibes it's been yes, a minute chill vibes only chill vibes only uh because you know we've had really great trips uh the most recent was the one back to uh washington dc and then point pleasant and then columbus but that's kind of a a field trip vacation right so it's like uh it's it's super fun and you see a lot of stuff but you're tired as well like you, that's those are the vacations you need a vacation from afterwards to like recharge because you're just, you know, you're checking in and out or like our, our trip to Germany that you were on. It was like, oh, we went to like fucking five cities in three countries or something. And so and it was awesome, but it becomes like it's like a, a school trip. trip. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. packing and unpack. You're not settling in and whatever, too. And, and not that not that six days in Nuremberg would have been fun either. Like, it, you know, probably would have ran out of stuff to do after a couple of days. Right. But, uh, but uh, at least in Europe, you can just like, oh, hop on a train and go, you know, no big deal. But uh, or go in the in the car ride uh, with the driver talking about his little monkeys. Uh, never never refer to his children, children as just yeah. the little monkeys. <laughs> I mean, maybe they technically actually weren't because he was talking about open land and renting uh, air, little Airbnbs. He had the the very secluded land around that lake where I guess you can you know raise the money, the monkeys, raise money for the monkeys to right. get monies. <laughs> and then I charge people to uh, rent the Airbnbs while I fuck you, the monkeys. You're not going to call the caps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know like the good it's like the incest theme that's popular in porn in the last few years and also <laughs> you know the kind of uh, riding the line of uh you know zoophilia bestiality whatever you want to call it <laughs> you want to go to harley's it's in prague too <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> prague seven don't go there that's all yeah. suburbs boy. <laughs> now the prague lunch is pretty good <laughs> <laughs> what about ryan's prague <laughs> <laughs> mario scatland <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we went to the Salish Lodge. We, we did go to, uh, Seattle twice, once kind of on the way in cause the airport is Seattle's basically on the way to go, uh, directly east of Seattle. Cause the, the SeaTac airport is South of Seattle. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I all, some hotels all of our, later. our massive amounts of, uh, Spokane listeners, they just love hearing about the local, uh, you know, areas they already fanfare, delicious but, treats. Yeah. <laughs> But did you uh, make yeah. it to a Fremont? Uh, no, we went to Cloudburst instead. So, um, but because Fremont was like, so we were, we didn't know. We didn't have major plans. We didn't know how much there would be to do at the lodge and if we would get bored. So we kept everything very open. We just had some, um, like I was asking you and some other people, like, uh, hey, like restaurants, you know, breweries, bar, like things, things that we should see while we're there. Uh, but we were not going to be beholden to like trying to check off all of them or something. So, uh, and, right. and Sarah hadn't been to Seattle since she was a little kid. And so she didn't remember that much. So we did like, we, you know, we went to the, the Pike place market, which is a big, you know, the biggest kind of touristy thing there on the water. Uh, so we, and we were only there for like, I don't know, three hours the first night. Cause then we just got tired. Like we had, uh, 
fish and chips at Ivar's fish and chips, which was very good. And then walked around a bunch, just kind of walked around the city, went to a couple little like beer bars on the way to cloudburst, had some beers at cloudburst, uh, and then got some cans to go. Cloudburst was very good. They were, uh, not that this is beer, they're drunk that, but it's, uh, they were pretty ballsy. They're like, we do not do tasters and the minimum pour is seven ounces, which I was the first time I've ever experienced that. So they were hmm. very confident in their beer, but it was actually very, very good beer. So, um, but yeah, I brought a couple four packs back to the hotel. It was like a half hour drive to the hotel, which was nice because we thought we like, again, not knowing the area, we were like, oh, is this going to be a crazy windy mountain road at, you know, 10 PM or whatever. But it was not, it was just easy freeways, uh, into the forested hills of, um, you know, the Eastern side of Seattle. So, uh, on the other side of those mountains is the, the Yakima Valley where most of Washington wine comes from. Most of the grapes are grown out there. But, uh, anyway, the fucking Salish Lodge was amazing. It was so luxurious and nice, but felt very homey because it was like more rustic cabin style. Nice. Right. So we got in there. We got the fucking Twin Peaks package. So I got a free log pillow like the log uh, lady uh, treated as like her child in the show and would talk to and stuff. We got a, a keychain to room 315, which was Dale Agent Dale Cooper's room uh, to take home. We got uh, two every day, one each, a free Dale Cooper cocktail, uh, which was nice because the cocktail would have been like 13 bucks each. But it was like a, a gin um gin lemonade uh some like bitters and some mint and like something else so not something either of us would order very often for ourselves but we actually subbed it with vodka and it was pretty good because i'm not a big gin guy and gin i guess classically makes people cry like it's a sad alcohol yeah it's a a downer so sarah subbed that out for vodka so it was a pro move so um but yeah there and there was like fucking every day there was like a free um like hot cocktail uh where they you know they would sit us down tell us a really hot story about a cock you know <laughs> but uh no but there was like you know a a cider made with their own because they have like a whole bee farm uh right across the street and their big one of their big things is honey uh which i'll give you guys one if the one of the little the little souvenir honeys that we mm. want for everyone but I'm not usually the biggest honey guy. I never thought it was gross, but most most of the time it's just too sweet or too saccharine or whatever, even like good quality honey. Uh, this honey was fucking delicious. And uh, I bought some and I because I just started making some like dressings and stuff with honey from the Chris Bianco cookbook instead of using sugar and it tastes way better. So uh, got some got a big old bottle for ourselves. Um, and, uh, you know, we brought up a, a fuck ton of them home. But uh yeah they had like a fucking store like a country store in the lodge the rooms were amazing the ba- our balcony we actually got the the room moved because the guy uh running the front desk at night when we got there was super nice kind of a young stonery kid and he was like and and sarah was like hey like does this we we got a room with the view of the falls uh do we have a good view and he was like actually not really He like let me see if i can move you uh, and, uh, and he did, and we had a fucking beautiful view over the falls and, oh, nice. uh, and, uh, like he moved us up a floor to three instead of two. And then we didn't have anything blocking our view, which was great. So, um, one of those days we had a couple's massage. We had a pre soak in a, like a scented private bath. Uh, We're like, erect and you're inside. You're just not pulsating. Yes. Um, and, uh, I even, uh, uh, after, we, we had a 90 minute massage. And so 
uh, and we had like mimosas with like their own juice, like different, uh, different fruits that were fresh from the area and all that stuff. And, uh, I squatted down and took a piss in the bath before we got on the massage tables, which were in the same room, um, because I didn't want to have to pee, uh, uh, during the massage or, you know, you're getting your, your bladder pressed on, even if they're like, you know, on your kidneys or something. But, uh, thankfully though, the pool was scented and I knew it wouldn't smell like piss. <laughs> they were massaging us. So it was quite luxurious. Then we had a, we got an extra <laughs> half so hour. luxurious. It doesn't <laughs> smell like piss. <laughs> It's just sweet orange blossoms in there, sweetheart. So, oh, this uh, is so luxurious. This place does not smell like piss. <laughs> did you not drink your mimosa, sir, or is that, did you use the uh, champagne fluid as a piss jug? Okay. <laughs> oh, it's where he's leaving his excess ball meat right. is in that cup. <laughs> he's been shedding. He's going through a, a shedding period. So, um, but uh, yeah, the massage was maybe the best massage I've ever had. But also, I mean, she was great. But also, could have been just because it was ninety minutes and they could really uh, work stuff out. But, uh, and then we even got a free half hour. That was part of the, the strategy here was going during the week on the bulk of the trip, because then it was easy to get reservations. The, cause a lot of people in the area go to the restaurant there. Cause it's like a fucking country renowned restaurant or whatever. And everything is seasonal ingredients and super good quality and stuff. And, and, uh, but, uh, thankfully it wasn't too tough. Uh, we got a private, pool so a private like jacuzzi pool with a private sauna private steam room showers things like that so we got that for an hour and a half and the half hour is free because there wasn't anyone else that rented it that day so or that hour so uh that was nice we we went all around to um the little towns around there in north bend we you know explored snoqualmie falls which is right there there's random breweries there we went to all the twin peak spots they give you a little driving map we went to the the sheriff station which is now a, ra- a dirt rally school, driving school. Hmm. We went to the Packard Sawmill, which is abandoned and decrepit, and you can't go in. We went to uh, the Double R Diner, where he, where the damn fine coffee, you know, c- uh, statement comes from, and you've seen the cherry pie and coffee on like sh- you know t-shirts and shit. Uh, we went there twice because it was very good, um, and uh, they did a real. I mean, it looks almost identical to how it did in the show, um, and. Uh, uh, the food was very solid. The cherry pie and ice cream there was delicious. Uh, got a bag of the coffee, um, got some, got some gifts. Basically we have Christmas sorted for someone in the family cause they are a big, those were uh, just emails. Yes. The yeah. gifts. Emailed the gifts. Yep. <laughs> Animated. Was a bunch of, yeah. You I guys mean, I brought my laptop. Seen, and it took yeah. about a half hour at, at the diner to like create the gifts out of pictures of us eating stuff and whatever. Right. Right. No, no, just all boomerang. Yeah. And the last is just flipping her the bird. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck you. you know, with the champ instead of the champagne glass toast, it's the middle finger going yes. up. Yeah. In the- <laughs> yeah the, the reeling it like the, the fishing yeah. reel where you crank it up. Um, but, uh, uh, they sell like I got a cool T I'm wearing a Laura Palmer t-shirt right now. That's uh cool, but, uh, they had, they had like just the right, trust me guys. It's cool. It's really <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> fucking cool. Um, but, uh, that was in North bend, which was three miles down the street from the, the lodge. Uh, we went back to Seattle and had Beecher's, uh, fucking cheese. It's a cheese place and it's like excellent cheese. They have a cheese called their flagship cheese which is like a mix of cheddar and gruyere. And they do like grilled cheese sandwiches and mac and cheese and chowders and all that stuff. We went to Pike Place Chowder, which is, I think, like every year voted the best chowder in the country or something. And it it was. It was very good. Um, and then uh, 
did just did some more daytime Seattle stuff. And then we were like, Hey, we're done here. We're done here. Uh, and cause we wanted to go back to the lodge area. We went to a winery. We went to the Snoqualmie Falls brewery. We went to, we went to Volition brewery, which I thought was a brewery out here and maybe it is, but there's one out there. Um, completely independent of the potentially, uh, imaginative one that I'm thinking of. But, uh, we got there just before like eight minutes before a trivia night started. So we just said, Hey, fuck it. Let's be here and, and, uh, and drink beer and be queer, you know, for the host, um, who might've been, but, uh, we did not do well in that trivia, but, uh, uh, it was okay. It was still a lot of fun. I did go full cousin Brandon and spilled an entire porter <laughs> onto my wife's lap. Cause I was trying to point at something and I knocked over. Ooh, look. Yeah. Well, you were looking at, um, ORVs with bolt holes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I smashed uh, my ORV. ORV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there go the Fratellis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was very it was cool to see um, all of the sights and sounds of the fictional Twin Peaks. Uh, there were a lot. Oh, there was a hole. Um, there was a hole in the fucking wall of one of these bathroom stalls. It was pretty crazy. No, but. Um, the first time we went into the double R diner, which is actually called Tweed's diner in real life. Uh, there was a whole death metal contingent from Finland. That was like, there was like 20 of them eating in there. Hmm. And the, um, the young, um, it was, it, I only mentioned this because he was actually very, we talked to him a bunch and he was very funny and nice. Uh, he was funny cause he was like very irritable and, and was open with it. But, uh, the young, um, uh, effeminate, you know, speaking of queer, the, the, the effeminate boy that was working the front register was getting super pissed because one of the, uh, Finnish guys, uh, no Swedish, uh, finished on his face <laughs> and he asked for it all in his mouth. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, I'm fucking wash my face on my fucking chip. <laughs> but no, he, he was getting pissed off understandably because it's one of those diners where you bring like the, 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 the bill the, is the handwritten yeah. by the waiter and you bring it up and they fucking, you know, ring up the yeah. items. Yeah. That is a little confusing if you don't know, especially yes. the, the culture. <laughs> I don't so, even know half the time if it's like, do we walk this up or do they come by and take it? Right. Yeah. They don't always tell you, but then, yeah. but then the guy didn't speak English. <laughs> so, so the, the, the uh, employee couldn't read the old waitresses who I think was the owner her writing. And then she wasn't in the rest. She'd like left or something. So she, he couldn't ask what the fuck anything was. And the guy couldn't tell him anything that he ate. So he just did his best <laughs> in charge. Yeah. What is this? Like a weird SNL skit or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, we saw uh, within the first two days of being at the lodge, we saw two marriages, two weddings that were happening at the lodge. It's like, it's very much a, like it's and it's it doesn't like it has a small town feel but not like a rural small town feel it has like a resort town feel so all the little towns around there are like very nice very very kind of i don't know uh middle to upper middle class i guess i think in the in the winter time it's a very heavy um ski and snowboard kind of you know resort because they have the right it's mount Si, the big mount Si, and the little mount Si, which are the twin peaks up there and uh but yeah it was it was fun to just fucking relax a little bit to to go where the wind took us we went to the snoqualmie casino which was very nice the final night on a whim because we wanted asian food and lady somewhere oh yeah at the vineyard or something we were at there or the winery not the vineyard but uh she was like oh the food is really excellent up at the at the 12 moons uh restaurant at the snoqualmie casino which was only a few miles from the 
the lodge and it was fun. We lost $75 on slots after dinner and left immediately. Uh, we had no luck. They did not have Lord of the Rings or, um, or work like they didn't have the real wheel of fortune slot machines there. They were like the wheel of fortune where you spun, but then it was like clearly adapted from another shittier, smaller slot machine that had like mm. snakes and jewels and like stupid shit like that. So, um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a very a very fun, very relaxing trip. It was cool to go to sleep every night with like the the balcony door open with the screen, and we could like hear the falls the whole night. And and um, they fucking had they had some of the best trail mix I ever had in little packets in the hallways of all the room hallways. So every time you walk by, every time I walk by, I took two. So I came home with like twenty of them. <laughs> um, but the uh, jokes on me. <laughs> But, uh, oh, yeah, they had free wine tasting every day for an hour at the fucking lodge, too. So mm. uh, we How went many pours are you allowed? Uh, as much as you fucking want. So, oh, wow. Um, it's, the whole point is, like, to promote their, like, Salish wines. They yeah. have, like, a Shard, a Cab, and a Peanut Noir, I think. So uh, they had a beautiful hike uh, down to the base of the falls. So they have, like, some observation areas that are run by the, the lodge. And then you can go down this hike through a very, like, crazy, I know it's the Pacific Northwest, but it's, like, going through a a very primordial feeling forest trail which yeah. was cool so it's technically uh, a rainforest so yeah yeah it was like it was everything was extreme like any bit of shade there was tons of moss like it was just very there was this cool thing that happened that i think you know i've seen in movies but never paid attention to where an ancient more massive tree that was either cut down or died or whatever then becomes the bed for a younger tree to like grow on or like a, one of the branches becomes the mm-hmm. new tree so you have this weird like cask like a huge stump that's like you know eight feet high and 15 feet wide and then like another big ass tree but it's like it's uh roots are like you know cascading down the trunk and then growing mm-hmm. and it's really interesting it's like it's like davy jones's uh beer his exactly octopus yes uh but uh, yeah it was a great trip i highly highly recommend it it's not cheap but it is worth it like it's if you really want a place where you can relax the whole, I mean, you could stay at the lodge almost the whole time if you just wanted like a couple nights to just like relax and do some massage self-care stuff. But um, I thought about like bringing the fucking spirit box and like things like that. I'm like, I, I just don't want to do any responsible stuff. I just want mm-hmm. to like, hang out, you know, and it was, and it yeah. was, I was glad I made that decision. So, um, but uh, yeah, I came back to work. Uh, it sucked. <laughs> More changes at work that were big. Again, thankfully, I'm thankful to have a job and everything, but just, uh, constant changes and uh, stress at our job so uh but uh, well my job i guess but um See. i hope not your job but um uh that's kind of the biggest of them oh bigger than any fucking news any any stupid vacation i defeated the elden beast and the elden lord radigan in elden ring so i, I beat elden ring which I never thought I could do my entire life since I've known about it. I never thought, no, but I beat Elden Ring. I'm on the new game plus now. I'm now I'm now that I got all my, I kept all my fucking equipment and fucking levels and shit. I'm just destroying freaks. It just, just, just melting the health bars of, uh, early game enemies and things that would like, you know, to the, a, a dungeon, some castle that took me five, six hours to get through. Now I'm done in 20 minutes. Cause I'm just smoking these fools. So, uh, anyway, great game, uh, excited for the crop of horror games coming out in the next couple months too. uh, Callisto protocol and the dead space remake, which is oh. dead space. One of my favorite games of all time, but, um, 
yeah other than that i think we can get into yeah we're at the hour mark almost so we can get it oh yeah yeah. (laughs) it's safe to get Uh, in (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah this again like i said at the top of the show personally probably my least favorite episode of this show ever for the for the first time i literally was like the equivalent of looking at my watch where i was like man, I kind of rather watch ancient aliens than that. <laughs> like, like, honestly, I was like, I kind of want to see what's going on there. Like, cause I'm just, the, the episodes are getting a little monotonous these last few. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they got some, some big daddy bears coming to the ranch with drills and Thomas. I, this is like the third episode. He started off with a little, uh, innuendo non sequitur. He's like, oh, I'm excited for that equipment. <laughs> bringing these horizontal drills uh which are going to drill into the side of the mesa and try to get into those holes where those very uh, absorbent holes that sucked in the smoke uh from the last episode so um they want to see what kind of tunnels crevasses voids are in uh the mountain below the holes that they couldn't see so uh, I was very confused again, because it was only Thomas dragon, Tom and Eric at the beginning. They're welcoming the bear daddy drillers, which is called uh straight shot drilling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, we're converters. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll fuck your male ass till you're straight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Until you love me. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not going to finish that quote yeah. from Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, they're greeting the daddy bear drillers, like real pros. Hey, what's up? Whatever. They're doing the arm, uh, handshake dragons like, sup, I'm Brian. Uh, a lot, a lot of dragon spotlight early on in the up here. Like, uh, I was saying I wrote big time fail. I forgot I wrote that, (laughs) but, uh, uh, lots of recap here from Travis cave sucking in the smoke, all that kind of shit. Um, the, uh, uh, they show kind of a, I wrote recreation, but that's not right. They like the, the animation schematic of what the drill is going to do. It's pretty gnarly because they're showing, you know, a CG drawing of the uh, uh, side of the mesa and the ground. So it's going to go through this pit, uh, almost like piercing an ear or something like that. They're going to go through this pit so that the pit can naturally get all of the uh, the slurry, all the all the wet, all the mm-hmm. all the sick coming out. Uh, because this drill has to be lubed by thousands of gallons of water the whole time. So. Um, the drill will get too hot and it will probably get stuck if it doesn't have thousands, thousands of gallons of water in tanks from a machine that straight shot, shot drilling brought uh, that later in the episode, they show the machine and it's called the ditch, Witch, which I thought mm-hmm. was funny too. So, um, but yeah, they're going to drill through and apparently the, the tip of the drill can be controlled to curve, oh, uh, which wow. I thought was very strange. I was like, this is very boner. Like, um, but I never seen, I was like, okay, that's cool. Like the tip is, is, um, prehensile, I guess they would say, yeah, but tip of the wind. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, oh, and real quick too. I did. I brought my discs. Um, cause you know, my, my brother-in-law thick Nick from uh putt fuckers, uh, he recommended, he stayed there for like 10 days or something for a family wedding and then made a vacation out of it. He played like four or five courses out there, mm-hmm. but all of the courses he played were like south of Seattle. So that would have been like an hour drive from mm-hmm. the lodge to go through Seattle, then 20 minutes south. So I didn't play any of those because, again, I didn't care that much. I wanted to whatever. But I played a, a course called South Forks Disc Golf Course and highly recommend it because it finally proved to me that if done right, a former ball golf course can be a very good disc golf course. So it was a golf course. That was converted. Every hole, 
it wasn't like, you know, every hole wasn't a fucking par seven thousand foot. What, like, it's not like David L. Baker out here in Fountain Valley, right? So, but uh, it was very challenging, but very fair. Like there was one technical thing on each hole. The scenery was beautiful, but it was also a really easy walk because you weren't really hiking because it was like right. flat for the most part. So, uh, and I was, I played that course even until hole 14 and then I fucked up like three putts that were super <laughs> easy. But I, I played very respectable golf. And it's, I went through one of those periods since moving to the new house in June where I went from like practicing five times a week, practicing mm-hmm. or playing five times a week to probably on average practicing or playing twice a month and, be- and, and just not caring that much just because of life stuff and focusing on other things. Uh, and I was like burning out on the mental stress of putting like getting my form. And, and then like I figured something out in my form a couple weeks ago that actually kind of fixed everything. And like every shot went where I aimed it. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, now disc golf can be like fun. And then I played this course, just did that. Uh, and, uh, it was great. I was throwing, I was throwing a Ricky, I threw a Ricky Waisaki shot. So like, it's like a Mando that was very thin, like 80 feet out from the T pad. And it was a turnover S curve shot. And I parked it and it was mm. a 315 foot hole. And the basket was in, it was the shot that the hole was designed for was to turn it over or do some gnarly sidearm, but the sidearm right. would have finished right. And you would have had a far right. Butt, right. Yeah, so, yeah. um, super fun. I had, I had, uh, uh, afterwards I treated myself to two of those little trail mix packages from, there you go. from there the you go. So, <laughs> anyway, but, uh, 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 oh yeah. The, um, uh, Eric goes through the, uh, he's got a scan for radiation. He's got the GPS data. He's got the spectrum and all the kind of the classic, um, uh, contraband here that he's going to be uh tracking the various things on the ranch with the environment with uh as they're drilling into the ground uh and the driller's like uh, they're like oh how long is that drill and he's like i got 500 foot of rod myself (laughs) 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 and uh uh thomas uh he's like he's like yeah this this drill module will be able to catch all the spillage coming out of that hole as they drill and i want to see it just pictured him later on just fucking bathing in it and just in ecstasy no. in there but he never soaking did. it in um but uh travis taylor talks about how the drill needs the hundreds of gallons of water as lube here and they can like the like the guy has two other um twinks that work for him on the drill crew and one of them is responsible for basically using like a gnarly metal detector, but that they can track where the drill head is, which is cool because instead of like hoping, you know, where it is or whatever, or, or, or estimating based on how much footage is in the ground, they can actually go, Oh cool. The head is right here. Cause the head, it was like a smart head. They said it had like a little computer chip or some shit in there. So, mm-hmm. um, pretty, pretty interesting operation. So, uh, they start off drilling immediately come up against some, some, uh, roadblocks here and it's 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 they're like uh they're like hey what's going on is the is the drill okay and the guy's like yeah not really we're up against something real sticky probably clay something real hard right here <laughs> uh, uh dragon and thomas head up to the smoke hole and to do something that they should have done again like i don't know why in the show like you should all it's like all, we always complain on adventurous ghosts it's like why don't you have all the equipment and all the cameras on every area the entire right. time? Like, why aren't you bringing the best stuff in every room? Why do you switch out devices? Right? Like I understand if one is being more successful than the other, but at least have the other shit. Right? So they go and they drop, uh, what dragon calls snake cameras. Again, more phallic symbols of the episode. Uh, him and Thomas drop some snake cams down the hole. Cause they're trying to look for how yeah, it's called hanging dong. Exactly. We're going to go hang dong down in the, <laughs> 
we're the hanging shroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, but the cameras are pretty clear. They look high def. They're going down there. The the tunnel is deeper than they thought. They cannot find the smoke uh, bomb casings even at like 21 feet. They do end up finding it at 26 feet, but they also find a strange metallic tube or something down there. It kind of looks like a like a dryer vent tube on the back of your dryer that, you know, the hot air and some of the yeah, shit yeah. goes like out. Like the metal kind of yes. aluminum style. Yes. Yeah, like, like, and that's what uh, Travis, he's like, that looks like a strip of aluminum. Yeah. Aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> like aluminum. Um, but, uh, uh, but of course, that picture is blurry, even though nothing else was blurry. Um, but uh, anyway, cliffhanger, because they're like, why would something metal be down there? And they say that phrase, probably dozens right. of times like it's it's Is there something else down there is that just single piece oh. i don't know it's about 20 feet down and <laughs> but how could that metal get down that metal shouldn't be there how could it get down there how could it get down there shouldn't be there how'd the metal get down it's like fuck like it's driving me nuts yeah. so um th- and th- this is an episode that fulfills what what we would want which is hey let's get into the action but then it just then it's it's outstays it's welcome it's like okay we're like drilling and talking the whole fucking episode like at least when they were like doing the ritual rabbi zadok it was kind of there was different things going on they were seeing different stuff whatever but and in this episode i mean it's cool it's cool that they found metal under there but i'm also like now this is a a hole that has been there for a long time is it really that hard like i understand because the big the big uh reveal thing was that it wasn't the, that metal object they saw. It was that they were drilling through metal. So I get it. There could be like a metallic wall or the 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 uh, hull of some craft or something down there, right? Great. But still, I'm like, with the tube thing, I'm like, someone could have just fucking dropped debris down there or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? It like wasn't, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it just wasn't yeah. that crazy. You not know? exciting. Yeah. So, because the last episode had that really amazing uh, orb, you know, they they had in the forest with the night vision and stuff like there was just more cool, you know, supernatural yeah. kind of and stuff. And then that wizard just kept saying, "But it's orb, yes, <laughs> well, you want orb?" <laughs> and the stupid meme, <laughs> yes, <laughs> orbs are eight. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so says the lady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they reposition the camera to find the smoke bomb, and they do, and it's and the smoke bomb is not metallic. Oh my god, not metallic, metallic. aluminium. Uh, <laughs> There is no because there is basically. I mean, the smoke bomb casings is basically cardboard and paper, you know. So um, it's not going to reflect back like the the metal tube uh, did. And it also the camera also converts. There's lots more channels and chambers in that hole. A lot of more empty space than they thought. So they're wondering, are they going to hit some of these channels and chambers with this drill? Because they're drilling mm-hmm. sideways through the mesa, uh, right towards that hole. So. Um, that and I also I noticed too like Thomas like almost has a Childress vibe to his voice like almost mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I wonder because I think they both have a Montana connection so I wonder if that right like, something about the Montana mixing weird with zone shit, you know? yeah but, yeah um a zone but uh <laughs> and then they fucking I don't think I've ever heard ADR in the episode where they literally they have a dubbed voice that's like recorded later but you like it shows a wide shot of them like a drone shot of them looking at the equipment table or whatever, like their, their gear table. And you hear Thomas always go, Hey guys, this is crazy. Let's go tell Travis what we found. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) on to the next thing that we just saw. Right. Um, And again, it's like, you guys have always just like cut to the command room and we get it. The viewer's not stupid. It's like, Oh cool. They want to tell Travis because, because also where the fuck is Travis? You don't know. He's he's not here at this point. So uh, they get on zoom. They're, they're talking to Travis. He's in front of a, 
his bookshelf. One of the books, which I get, I know he's a sci-fi writer and he's written like 27 fucking novels or something, but one of the books is called like a good, like the goodest cowboy or some bullshit, but <laughs> I'm kind of intrigued to read it, but, uh, the old um, cowboy poet laureate of the yeah, West, of the West. <laughs> yeah, vampires out here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, so he's of course shocked at the metal object. There's literally like four minutes of talking about, well, that thing shouldn't be here. Whatever. Uh, and he's like, hey, you fucking need to get a sample of that. You grab it, you know, and, and they're like, no, we couldn't grab it, blah, blah, blah. I was also hoping that would be the payoff was that they would send something down there, like rig something up to grab the piece that's in the hole. I'm like, that's kind of easier than drilling through the fucking mountain and hoping to get metal. But right. they never do. And it doesn't seem like they're going to next episode, at least from the preview. But um, uh, um. Uh, talking head Travis is like, of course, first he's like, he's like, we need to put some sort of robot down this hole and see if we can get it. <laughs> and so I think they never do. Uh, uh, and that's when dragon is like, Hey, we need you out here, man, finish up your crap in Alabama and get the hell back here. And they have, right. uh, there's lots of like, a, all right, man. in this episode kind of as they're awkwardly finishing conversation, Yeah, he's like his camera's off to where he's actually being filmed, where he's looking at the monitor. Yes, exactly. It's like one of those. I hate no offense to those people, but yeah, just put your camera where your monitor is. Okay, it's really yes. distracting when you're like looking down almost ninety degrees. Well, oh, no, it's more yes, annoying right. when they're like looking off to the side, like ninety yes. degrees, and like, yes. are you looking at me? Who you're looking at? Like, yeah, yeah, it's the guy in the chair for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so segment three, uh, as as I write in my notes, I usually just say the next segment. But uh, coming back from commercial. Candace, she is because again, Travis isn't there, so they got fucking chairs to fill. So Candace is looking at the equipment at the dig site, uh, or I should say the drill site, and she notices spectrum analyzer spikes up to that 1.66 gigahertz signal. Uh, and Eric is, you know, freaking out. He's like, what the hell is that? Whatever. Um, he for some reason sends Tom and Dragon out to the homestead to homestead two. And he because he's I get his logic. I get he's like, he's like, sometimes when something happens in what happens in one place. It happens in another place, too. So we want to monitor. I'm like, OK, I guess. I mean, it pays off sort of. But um, it was kind of kind of uh, uh, wonky, I thought, where he just immediately before actually getting any confirmation on the date, he's like, you guys get the hell out of here and go to Homestead, too. But um, sends them out there. And this is Tom, the caretaker, Tom, who is Candace's husband, not Thomas, the ranch manager. So Tom and Dragon go out, which was kind of a fun pairing. Speaking of fun pairings. Also, zero Caleb in this episode, which I was kind of bummed out about because he usually at least has his fucking weird phone uh, happening. So um, they head out there, cuts back to the drill site. Uh, the fucking slurry pit finally starts barfing the wet back. So that's how we do oh, it. I shouldn't have said that. Jesus. <laughs> Not me. I didn't think of that, but yeah. <laughs> I just meant the wet as a noun back out. <laughs> right. Not someone. It's that. all in context. Okay. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep trucking. Well, we're going to have to have a second edited episode. <laughs> of there. Um, but uh, uh, Eric's like asking the drill guy. He's like, he's like, oh, hey, if, if there's a void in there, maybe we filled it up. And I'm like, man, these guys are so horny. They can't stop talking about this stuff. But uh, cuts back to Dragon and Tom. They're poking around Homestead 2 for radiation. Um, they got the fucking uh, their uh, uh, dosimeters out and lots of quick cuts back to the drilling and back to them. Uh, the, the, the big, dr uh, daddy driller bear is concerned for some reason. They're like, Oh, he's coming up on some resistance and it cuts back and he's just like, come on, sweetheart. He's like <laughs> with the shifter thing. And basically like, uh, Oh, sorry, I'm skipping it. So they are 11 feet roughly down from the surface of the hole. 
and a little bit backed off. Like they haven't broken through the hole yet. And so, but uh, Thomas and one of the uh, straight shot drill crew guys is up next to the hole and they can like, they're like, do you hear that? And and the guy's like, well, that sounds like the drill, but we shouldn't be able to hear that if that's 11 feet down. And mm-hmm. so, uh, cause it would be muffled and you know, the vibrations would be absorbed by there, but they're like, no, we can like feel it resonating under us and hear it very clearly. And, uh, so that is strange. It's weird. Um, as if something is, as if the ground underneath is thinner, right. Or something like that. But, right. but, um, uh, the spectrum analyzer is, was still pumping the 1.66 gigahertz or receiving it. Sorry. And then it starts broadcasting. Like, I don't know if it was 1.66 still, but it broadcasts in rhythm, some sort of signal. And Eric's looking at Candy. He's like, this doggone thing is broadcasting. He's like, why would a device set up to be receiving be broadcasting? So he's freaking right, out. Right. He, he walkies Tom and dragon at Homestead too. And Tom goes to the fucking ground. He passes out momentarily. He doesn't like fully, you know, like uh, uh, ragdoll to the ground. But, uh, but he goes. To, he takes a knee, and he's like, all the. He's like, what the fuck? And then the, you know, comes back from the vacation. Oh, I wrote in my notes here. Uh, he clues in Tom and Dragon. Tom goes down to the fucking ground like somebody just made him come, and his knees went out. So, See. Um, but uh, and it was probably Dragon or a ghost. Uh, cuts back from the next segment. Dragon's like, are you okay? And he's like, no. He's like, I just blacked out. Come on, help me, help me up. Dude, <laughs> oh. you're shaking. I don't like this, man. I'm Dude, you're stuck in that uh, washer machine. Oh. Do you need help getting out of the slurry pit? <laughs> uh, this refractive pit is way too long. Yeah, this is wild. <laughs> uh, but uh, Tom claims he can't feel his left hand, which is concerning. And Dragon's like, oh, he thinks it's, uh, he's like, I figured he was going cardiac. I mean, I took him straight to the ER, so. Uh, and he points out this is the same spot that that guy Roland McCook blacked out uh, earlier in this season or maybe last season. And also the spot where uh, Travis got blasted in the face with radiation, got those little burns from opening up the uh, stink pit next to Homestead. Too. Right. Um, they head to the emergency room. Candace, of course, as his wife is like freaking out. She hauls ass across the field. Uh, she's not fucking around getting to the ER and very weird. <laughs> like. Like, basically, it looked like uh, a scene from Clerks, <laughs> the first <laughs> Clerks, or from, like, a segment on MTV's The Real World back in the 90s, where it's, like, the camera is slightly grainy and in black and white, and it's just this, like, single shot of of Dragon pacing in front of his truck on the phone to Brendan Fugel, who owns the ranch, and he's, like, he's like yeah, and he, found, and he just he explains the whole fucking thing. It's, again, it's, like, two minutes of, of wasted footage. Um, could have cut it down very quickly. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of Brendan in this part where he's like, it's like, you know, I trust dragon and you know, his, his dedication to safety as the safety officer. So I'm concerned, but as, as long as he's on location, I'm open to allowing further investigation of the property. It's like, they're, they're like real fast and loose now, like this third season. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, just, just kind of go with it. As long as, you know, no, no one's really going to get like shot in the face. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I literally was going to say, as long as no one's face explodes or something. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, they're like, and even Dragon, he's like the one going back and convey. He's like, "Hey, this shit happened with Tom. He's in the yard, ER, but let's just keep going." You know, you got you guys are fine, right? And they're like, "Yeah, I guess we're fine." <laughs> um, Thomas is like, he's like, "Hey, that happened to Homestead too, not here, so let's keep going." <laughs> he was, he's the one, and I'm I was thankful that they did not show his fucking X-ray of his head lump, uh, right? Like they have every episode. But uh, Driller Daddy calls them over. There's basically some like internal. He, he's trying to curve the bullet up, the drill up. Um, but it's hitting some sort of the underside of some internal kind of ledge or something. And, uh, 
uh, and so they, they, it's like a minute and a half of discussing what to do. And ultimately the like dragon just goes, okay, well maybe just back out and then try again. <laughs> like, okay. And so they back the whole fucking drill out. They go back in, they kind of pause, like the drilling is paused. Um, and it, which is so stupid. Like dragon goes, he makes up this bullshit rehearse line. He makes up this rehearse line. He can't do that. But he says this rehearse line where he's like, he's like, all right, I think we just call it here for the day. We got too much crap going on. Tom's in the ER. We just found this signal thing. And now the drill's not going through. And I'm like, this is what happens every episode. And you just keep going. Like, I don't understand. So right. it was, it's an excuse to go back to, uh, talk to Travis again on zoom. So, um, second to last segment here cuts back to Tom and Candace. Candace is doing like a little phone message from the ER to tell everyone that like Tom is okay, but he was having, um, no, no conclusive root cause, but he was having, uh, heartbeats that were skipping irregularly. So, um, she almost like wanted to make it sound like it was like in the same rhythm as that 1.66 gigahertz signal or something like that. But, but definitely it happened when that signal started broadcasting. So, uh, it is pretty weird. They're like, Oh, she's like, but the scary part's over. I was like, well, he does have an irregular heartbeat now. I don't know if that's permanent. <laughs> right. That's, uh, is that normal? Yeah. He's cause he's like, Hey, at least I'm a survive. She's like, yeah, the scary parts over. I'm like, all right, but, um, well, see ya. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, regular heartbeats, huh? <laughs> uh, driller daddy does not understand why this Mesa, which is made up mostly of just like simple sandstone, like nothing crazy. No, no fucking, you know, granite or, you know, diamond or anything crazy in there. Be a different show if there was diamond in there, I guess. But, uh, but, uh, it just, he's like something, it must be something harder. Cause like the, the, the drilling at the beginning wasn't too bad except for the clay part, I guess. And, uh, sandstone is like, can be again, I think relative to lots of other types of rock, it's pretty brittle. So, um, and Thomas is like, Oh, because they finally get through that ledge thing or whatever. And he's like, man, I can't wait to see what starts coming out of that hole. <laughs> like, old yeah. uh, and I was like, God, the lack of Travis in this episode is palpable. Um, the uh, uh, oh, some black shit starts coming out of the hole now. Uh, you can you guys can take uh, uh, so <laughs> when you get to this episode, you can you can take that as, as your uh, uh, dub for for sample. I was going to say for your song. But yeah, black shit's coming out of the hole now. Uh, they, they got to go pump, um, the, like the fucking tank and ditch out where all the, the slurry has been coming out. Thomas has a smart idea. He's like, wait, let me get like a, a screen or something. So he gets basically like a giant sieve and they dump all of the water out through the sieve in case there's anything solid. He doesn't want to lose it in the ground. So, which I thought was pretty smart. Um, and he finds a really tiny, thin, piece of what they think is metal because it doesn't seem like rock he's like he's like this looks like a rust flake or i don't know but uh eric's like oh good eye tom you spotted in all that mess <laughs> um oh you've uh, done this before <laughs> uh and uh eric does have a really cool device called the xrf it's a portable x-ray like spectrum analyzer so he it shoots x-rays at uh an object and depending on how the light bounces back through the x-ray, because of course the atomic, you know, the atoms affect how light passes, the color of light passing through it, uh, it can analyze what materials are, are that it's, you know, that it's pointed at. So uh, he says, I call it, I think of it kind of as a fancy x-ray flashlight. And so they get the results back immediately after cleaning it off. One side of it, uh, of a bigger flake of metal, because they find a bunch in the, in the screen thing, uh, is 26% iron, 
8% aluminum and then like calcium, like other shit. So this is a metallic alloy, which is very strange. They flip it over and this side, so it's like layered, like this one side is layered as, as or made up of, you know, one thing and the other side has 72% iron in it, which is crazy. So that side is almost solid metal. And another round of what is metal doing coming out of the hill almost 300 feet in. So uh, they cut to the last segment here. Uh, Travis is on Zoom again. They bring him up to speed. It's the next day. They've already they've analyzed a little more. They're sending it out for further, you know, uh, uh, examination and study. And uh, they're sitting here going, "What the hell is it doing?" And there was iron. Like, you know, this is whole fucking circular conversation. It's fine. Ultimately, what we find out is uh, iron sh- is fine to be in the ground, but it's in the form of an oxide, not as a uh, some sort of forged alloy metal, right? So, because that that technically. I, what they're they don't say it, but the, but they're alluding that this has to be intelligently made, not naturally occurring, right? I don't want to say man-made because what if it's a skinwalker that's a blacksmith? But um, uh, Travis does confirm though when they finish the call, he's like, "All right, I'll see you back in a few days." So at least he is coming back for episode eight, which is good. Uh, Candace kind of finishes out the episode with like fearing for everyone's health because she's like you know she's like now it's tom it's been it's been almost everyone here and so it's totally understandable and then travis is like that the final words and he's like very rehearsed he's like he's like we need to figure out what that piece of metal is doing on skinwalker ranch like very very lame but uh uh no brendan thankfully uh talking about how we need to uncover the secrets of skinwalker ranch but um anyway that's that's it i mean again not much happens they drill they put the cameras down and find you know, to find the depth of the hole and they find metal. So again, this felt like a filler episode after the last episode felt like a filler episode. So oh, we're getting a lot of fill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fill in the wet. Yeah. Back. There was a pause. Out with the drying. <laughs> uh, the next episode is called Dome of the Rock. Oh. Um, and Travis is back. They're still fucking with the hole and not the drill it looks like, but something else. But Looks like someone else gets fucking sick next time. I don't know what's going on. So, uh, but that's episode eight. I believe there's 10 in this third season. So it's, it's, uh, it's only about a month or so away before we're back to the true form of probing ancient aliens. So I haven't even looked to see, like, I know there's at least like a season or like a half, like a a 10 episode. I feel like, uh, yeah, one, maybe two seasons even because he started in January. Yes. So they might be too deep. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be almost a year of hungry first game watch so yeah uh thank you as always for listening thanks for subscribing thanks for telling your friends about the show thanks for supporting the show at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens uh for those two exclusive podcasts every month head over to blackholesupplycompany.com for that probing ancient aliens merch the disc golf fist the disc golf apparel with exclusive art by our friends now with a fully functioning opening physical location inside cape and cow collectibles in orange county at some point vacation. yeah <laughs> now open at some point uh, <laughs> kind of. uh we head over to my call uh, supply company.com uh and uh you know make sure steve gets that pile of mammoth money that he's always been oh, yeah. envying uh, yes. <laughs> uh but uh yeah, other than that oh yeah uh head over to instagram.com slash probing ancient aliens uh twitter at probing aliens uh puttfuckers on instagram uh p-u-t-t-p-h-u-k-e-r-z and on tiktok uh p-u-t-t-f-c-k-r-s 
And the song's over, and so <laughs> are we. Oh, there it goes again. Yeah, why do we start? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.